Hey y'all, hey. I hope you all are having a great day, staying safe, and uh, you know, doing what you like to do. Um, and of course, happy new month. It's August 1st, like, it's really wild because it feels as though time is going by so fast um, and so many things are happening all the time. Um, but I'm just glad that, you know, it's summertime and that at least it's nice outside. At least here in Canada, it's nice outside. Um, obviously, once September, October hits, it's back to the fall, back to cold weather, back to winter. So if you like the warmth and you like the sun and you like, you know, being able to go outside with, you know, shorts, t-shirts, dresses, whatever, I'm sure you're enjoying the time right now. <laughs> but yeah, it's a long time, no talk. Um, I know that I said that I was going to drop some episodes last week, but I was a little bit busy. I was hosting some people at my home, but now I am free like a bird to come back and speak to you all. So yeah, let's have a good conversation today. Today's topic is going to be kind of like a mix of a relaxing Thursday and like an actual topic. Um, and we're going to be talking about renaissance. Like, did y'all really think I was going to come on here and not talk about that? Like, I told y'all that this was coming. So we're going to talk about that. And I'm also just going to talk a little bit about new month and some things that I like to do when a new month begins. Some things that I try to do when a new month begins. So yeah, let's get right into it. Let's get into it. Let's, 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 let's. Let me start off with the my monthly ritual so that after that is done, we can get into this album. Okay. So when a new month begins, I like to just think about important things that I need to do in that month. So for example, I just moved into a new place and I'm trying to get some furniture here and there. And so separating what type of furniture I want to get every month um, before I want to do my housewarming is really helpful um, just because it allows me to save for certain specific things and also just allows me to not, you know, spend money recklessly. Um, I also think that budgeting is nice if you can do it at the beginning of the month just to kind of see what you spent your money on the month before and, you know, what's something that you spent a lot of money on, what's something you can, you know, spend a little bit less money on if you have the means to do so. These days, a lot of us don't even have the means to save $100. So it's a little bit difficult to, you know, save a bunch of money every month. So do what you can. And if you can do it, do it. If you can't, it is what it is. We know that capitalism is choking all of us, choking many of us, not all of us, because some people are definitely very well off, uh, but choking many of us to the point where saving anything is not possible because we have rent to pay, we have other bills to pay, and emergency funds are just not feasible because every day is almost it almost feels like an emergency so unless you have two three jobs and you have multiple streams of income even though you don't want to it's really difficult to be held down by just one stream of income unless you're lucky enough to really be paid properly at your um at your main job but enough of that 
Um, I just also like, like for example, tonight, I'm going to take a really nice bath uh, before I go to sleep and just clean my place. I like to clean my place. I like to just clean certain things that I don't really touch as often when I clean weekly. So just do more of like a, like a, a mask clean, like, you know, dust certain things, clean the windows, um, just certain things that you might not really feel, you know, the urge to do when you just clean once like a week or once every half a week or whatever, how much times you clean every like uh, month. So yeah, and then I also try to plan out certain goals that I have for the month, just immediate goals. Like I don't like to it's good to think ahead, but sometimes, you know, life happens. And as much as you want to think ahead, um, sometimes you have to think right now and what's going to happen right now and in the next few days and maybe in the next few weeks. So I find that planning a month is much easier than planning a year, um, depending on what it is that I'm planning. So, you know, summer's about to end, like I said, and August is going to be pretty busy for me. Um, but I really want to just make sure that I can squeeze in what I need to squeeze in and that I also reach certain goals that I have in terms of work and in terms of other things that I want to do in general. So yeah, that's certain things that I like to do. Um, if you have a journal, I would definitely encourage you to use that journal and to write down things that, you know, self-reflective things that you learned about yourself in the previous month and certain things that you want to work on or things that you want to continue doing in the month to come. So yeah, like, I know that these days are very, very challenging. There's so much going on right now with Corona, then with monkeypox. Um, it's like none of us are catching a break and it's very, very, very overwhelming. So if you have anything that you'd like to do that you can do safely and that you can you know, enjoy um, during these very isolating and troublesome times, definitely encourage you to do that. So with that being said, one of those things that I like to do is listen to music. And I love, 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 love music. Music is really, and has always been my first love. It's been something that I've enjoyed since I was a child. And it's been something that I've always loved to participate in and to listen to and to just um, really be a part of. So whenever music that touches me comes out or has come out before, I just feel so lucky to be able to enjoy music as a medium. It's just, it's a beautiful thing. You could do so many things with music, just like you could do so many things with any type of art. But I've always leaned towards music because it's something that I just find so beautiful. So with that being said, um, Beyonce has always been one of my favorite artists. Um, my sister and I share a love for her and we've gone to three of her concerts. Um, and of course, when the next tour starts, we will be there. We shall be there, yes. But I just love the way that she approaches music, that she approaches um, the art of music and how you can really tell that she's done her studies, she's put, she puts in the work and she knows how to approach music. It's not something that she's just doing frivolously. It's not something that she's just doing to do it. No, she really wants to influence the way that music is done. And she doesn't do this by just 
approaching music randomly. She really makes sure that she studies and continuously studies the people who have come before her, understands what they have done and innovates that as well. And that is what makes her music so beautiful. And for me, that's what I look for in an artist. I want to know that you are innovating something. You are changing something. You are approaching music um, in a different way. And that's why sometimes it's a little bit difficult for me to get into some of the new girls because I just don't feel as though there's a lot of innovation going on. I just don't, I just don't connect a lot of times. And it's not that the new girls don't necessarily know how to, um, let me phrase this, let me phrase this nicely because I want to say something that is bad, but the type of voices that I prefer, I like big voices. I like people who can sing with their chest voice, with their head voice. I like people who can really sing, like you're singing down, like, whoa. Even if you are an artist that isn't singing, you don't have to be singing ballads for somebody to know that you are singing. Like, let's take somebody like Brandy. Brandy, which people call um, the Bible because of her voice. Brandy took music by the horns and was able to stack harmonies and was able to put her voice on tracks so harmonically, so beautifully. And she wasn't doing a bunch of ballads, but you could tell that her voice was divine. You could tell that her voice was beautiful and still is because her approach to music, it wasn't about belting huge notes, but it was about using her voice to the best of its ability. And she did that. And that's why to this day, the girls who know how to study music that came before them, study Brandy to understand how to harmonize, to understand how to do riffs and understand how to do runs. Because one thing about, about Brandy, she's gonna do those nicely and beautifully. And that's just one example of somebody who's, who is, who is doing um, R&B music, who was doing music that didn't, that of course there was ballads that she did, but a lot of her songs were um, up-tempo, but you could still, you still knew that her voice was there, that she was singing and she was singing down. So you can be a pop artist, you can be an R&B artist, you can be an artist that's in a realm of music that isn't necessarily constantly ballads, but people still know that you sing. Je um, uh, Jasmine Sullivan is another example. I could go down the list, but of some of the new girls, I can't lie to you all, I don't get into them. No, I'm not trying to be a hater. Maybe I am. No, <laughs> I'm not trying to sound like, oh, I was born in the wrong generation. Oh, um, I, I, I'm, I'm so 90s, y'all are so whatever. No, that's not what I'm saying. I just, really enjoy music that is innovative, music that is different, and music that you can tell is coming from something. There's a spirit there. There's a spirit there. So when I say that I listen to music that is from the 60s, the 70s, the 80s, the 90s, the earlier 2000s, it's not that I'm trying to be different. It's just that that's the type of music that I like, that I just feel came with a certain essence that I find lacks at times with music that comes out these days. But that being said, Beyonce, Beyonce, 
Beyonce, come close. Come close. Yes. Come, come close. Yes. I want to tell you something. I want to tell you something. I want to tell you that what you've done, what you did, and what you will continue to do, you will always be famous. You will always be famous. Always. Every day. Every generation after this will know your name. What Beyonce did with Renaissance, well, if you didn't know, um, Renaissance came out on July 29th. Let me make sure I got that right before somebody in the beehive comes and beats my ass. Girl. Um, yes, it came out on July 29th. And I kid y'all not, ever since it came out, I've had that album on repeat at least two times a day at least first of all Beyonce I want to say thank you thank you for coming out with an album that is cohesive an album that utilizes adequate and beautiful transitions and an album that tells a story these three things are essential that's like the baseline of an album but we've been missing these things because people have just been coming out with a bunch of songs that sound nice individually, but there's no cohesiveness within the album. It's just a bunch of singles basically put together, mashed up together in an album. But that is not what an album is supposed to be. There's supposed to be cohesiveness, cohesiveness between the songs that you're putting in. There needs to be a story. There needs to be something felt. You know, one of my favorite, favorite albums is, um, hold on y'all, is Songs in the Key of Life by Stevie Wonder. I always get the, the, the title mixed up for some reason, but it's Songs in the Keys of Life by Stevie Wonder. The reason I love that album so much, and this is an album that I would hope that your faves, but I know many of your faves haven't, but I would hope that your faves have studied. Because this album is an album that really shows how transitions work, how storytelling works, and how cohesiveness is so essential to an album. And that's, this, is a, this is just one album of so many that really demonstrate the beauty of a, of a, a, a body of work. And that's what Beyonce did. She came out with a body of work. An everlasting, a long-lasting, a generational, enjoyable album. Not everything is long-lasting. Yes, somebody might come out with a cute album. It might be cute. But that doesn't mean that it's going to be something that is studied. That doesn't mean that it's something that's innovative. It doesn't mean that it's something that's different. And granted, some people might not want to do that with their music, and that's okay. But for me, and in, for my ears, I need to hear something that is that takes me somewhere, that takes me to another place, that makes me enjoy music even more, because they're coming with something different. And that's what Beyonce has always done. And this new album, some people are even saying that this is their favorite album. Now, for me, 
if I'm being honest with y'all, my top three, definitely in no particular order, B-Day, um, self-titled, and four. That's my top three. I, listen, and four and lemonade are kind of like neck and neck. Now listen, listen, listen. That's my opinion. That's my opinion. <laughs> that's my opinion. Okay, that's it. Now whatever opinions y'all got, that's okay for you. That's okay. But personally, those are my top three. But Renaissance, really, for real, for real. Whoa. Beyonce took <laughs> every song on that album is so beautifully done. It's just approached so beautifully. And it's like, you know how there's people who try to do like, their track sounds like four different tracks, but it sounds so mumbo jumbo that it doesn't make any sense together. Every single time you think Beyonce's, one of Beyonce's songs is about to end on this album, it comes, there's another part that comes right after where you're also, where you're engulfed again. And it's like, you don't even feel like the song is four, five, six minutes. You're just enjoying, oh my. Like I've been dancing, I've been cleaning. I've just been feeling, what? You're just in another universe. And I think that's what she wanted to take, that, that's where she wanted to take us, you know? A lot of people have been talking about escapism and a lot of people have been talking about the fact that, you know, we shouldn't have to, we shouldn't use these moments to escape reality. First of all, um, I think that it's really important to understand that it's, 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 it, it's definitely not good if folks are trying to forget what's happening in the world. And doing this by like, you know, listening to Beyonce, just be like, you know, Beyonce told us to stop caring about what's going on. I'm going to stop caring about what's going on. But I don't think that that's the point of this album. I think the point of this album is finding joy in the space that you are at right now and the spaces that we are at right now. The reality is that there's little to be happy about these days because there's so much going on. So if we can even just get a little sliver of enjoyment, whether that's you enjoying in your own home, whether that's you enjoying with the people that you feel safe enjoying with while you're wearing masks and you're safe, then why can't we do a little bit of that? Just a little bit of it. That doesn't mean that you, that you should forget what's going on in reality. But I think that if you can listen to this album and even just for a little quick minute, escape to another universe and it makes you feel good for just a bit before you land back into reality and say, you know what, there's things that I need to do to keep my community safe, to keep myself safe, then why not? I think that music has always been such an important aspect of um, Black folks' lives and some music has been used to escape very troublesome moments. And I don't see an issue of wanting to make music that makes us feel free. Granted, you could say that maybe Beyonce isn't the person that you feel as though you want to get that type of music from because she is a billionaire and this is a fact and that's fine. But I don't think there's anything wrong or, or inherently bad about music that makes you feel like you want to escape just for a bit. And I think 
um, one thing about dance music, disco music, it's almost always been like that. Um, I don't really want to go into the historical facet because I'm not a musical historian, but from what I could gather about dance and disco music, that it's almost always coming out. It always almost really gets popular during or after very, very um, um, difficult moments um, within a country or worldwide, really, because folks do want to feel a little bit of happiness, a little bit of joy. So if that's something that Beyonce can bring to you with this album, then all power to you. But I would obviously always encourage folks to make sure that they don't escape so much that they really forget that their decisions still impact people around them and their community as a whole. But let's get back to the album. There's so many songs on this album that I just, there's just different feelings that I felt depending on the song. I'm still, it's still overwhelming to even just listen to it because every single time I listen to it, there's a new lyric that I just say, whoa, there's a new sound that I just say, whoa, there's a new harmony. I'm like, wow, there's a new riff that I'm like, Wee. there's a new run that I'm like, oh, like every single time I'm just, it's so, it's so much. It's coming from, this thing is happening in different areas. Like this is not some bootlegged, no, this is, this is Beyonce. Like there's so many people who are on the album. There's so many people who produced on the album. There's people who are, you know, who wrote lyrics. There's people who just, everybody really came together to make this the album that it is. And I'm enjoying it so much so far. I really hope that y'all are enjoying it. Like it's, it, it's really just a beautiful thing. Like it's a really beautiful thing. If you haven't listened to it yet, I really encourage you to listen to it and listen to it. Listen, if you're already coming into it saying that you're not a Beyonce fan and you don't like Beyonce and just that Beyonce, 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 just please like, just leave it. Just leave it. If you're trying, if you feel nostalgic towards Beyonce's old work and you're not open to her newer stuff, just leave it. Like this is for people who are willing to, who first of all understand disco and dance music um also before i even go there um there's been other critiques as well which i think are also very valid critiques in terms of the way that cishet women um cishet folks in general sometimes take from um the I'm gonna say black gay community because I'm talking about black folks, in, uh, black folks specifically, but other people do this as well. Um, sometimes take from the black queer community and don't do so in respectful ways. Now, whether I think that Beyonce did, did that in this case or not, is not really my place to say, um, but I think that there is something there to, in terms of, you know, feeling as though the things that you do are constantly stolen and are constantly taken um, and not done in respectful or appropriate manners. Now, granted, Beyonce did say that this album is dedicated to her uncle Johnny, who was a gay man and who introduced her um, to ballroom culture and to queer artists. So, I think for her, what she's trying to do is, is this is a dedication. This is an album that is dedicated to her uncle Johnny. And that's why she included so many queer voices um, and artists 
um, into the songs and the music and also ballroom culture. And I'm sure that when the videos come out, she'll also have queer dancers, um, probably like maybe some drag queens or whatnot into her videos. But I still do feel as though there is a critique there to be made and it's not directed towards Beyonce per se, but I think that although I'm not the, I, I don't, I'm not the person to spearhead this conversation, but I think that it is definitely a, a very valid critique and it goes beyond, beyond Beyonce um, in many ways. Um, so, but going back, um, I think that it's really important to listen to this album. And if you understand dance and disco music and that's the type of music that you like, then yeah. But if it's not, then it might not be the album for you. And if you prefer Beyonce, like more ballad like songs, then this is not going to be the album for you either because she did not get into that bag for real. Um, so yeah, but for me, I'm giving the album a nine out of 10. Um, I think that it's really a beautiful art, beautiful art. Um, I'm not just saying nine out of 10 because I'm a Beyonce fan. Um, it's just that the way that I've been able to listen to this album continuously and love it. And another thing too, there is obviously her single Break My Soul is on the album. And I don't even skip the song when I listen to the album. Normally, when I've already listened to a single a couple of times, because the single always comes before the full album, I usually skip it when it's in the album. But because of the cohesiveness and the togetherness of this album, you need to, when you listen to the song before and after Break My Soul on the album, you're just like, wow, this makes so much sense. Wow. Wow. Oh, guys. I just want to say thank you to Beyonce again. I just want to say thank you to all of you who have listened to me talk about music for these last 20 minutes. <laughs> I hope that you all have an amazing first day of the month. I hope that you all get to listen to Beyonce's new album. <laughs> I hope that you all enjoy your um, week and we will definitely be talking again soon. So I hope you have a great day, a great month, a great rest of your year as well. We're almost hitting that halfway point of the year. And, um, you know, that's always when people start, you know, getting a little shaky because they're like, oh my God, I haven't been able to do what I want to do this year. But, you know, the point is that you don't have to do every, you don't have to knock off every single thing that you wanted to do. But if you've grown, if you feel like you've discovered some growth within yourself, that's all that matters. So don't worry, you've got this. So yeah, I hope y'all enjoyed this episode and I will talk to you all later. Bye.